This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It has been a rough week for Chicago Sky fans. The women's basketball team lost free agents Candace Parker and Courtney Vandersloot. Allie Quigley and Azaree Stevens are also out, so the team will have to rebuild before next season. Joining us to break it all down is Annie Costabile, a sports reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. Welcome to Reset, Annie. Thanks for having me. All right, Annie, get us up to speed. What happened with Candace Parker? Oh, is that where we want to start? Is everyone ready? Yes, we're um, ready. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Candace is obviously an ultimate competitor, and, and she's made it clear since day one she wants to win. And it was it was shown in free agency that what the Sky were building, as we're seeing now, was not enough to retain her. She said and attributed part of her decision, a big part of her decision was, you know, being close to home. She's living in LA. She's lived in LA since she was drafted by the Sparks in 2008. So as much as Chicago is where she's from, Los Angeles is home. And so what Vegas, you know, offered her was a shot at another title, which would be historic. She would become the first player in WNBA history with three titles on three separate teams, Mm -hmm. but also she's close to home. She's a 30 minute flight um, from her family. And that's, that's important to her, but I don't think we should underestimate how important winning is to her as well. And what is going on in Chicago is clearly just not a winning situation. Right. That being said, right. They weren't winning. This brings her closer to home. I mean, were you surprised at all when the news came out? You know, I don't think that, I think if you talk to any beat reporter covering any team, I don't think surprise is a word that they would use because you just, you're There's movement. considering everything, yeah. right? Like, so in talking to my sources, I knew she was considering Los Angeles and Chicago at the start of free agency. As free agency started, those were her two top choices. And again, because Los Angeles provided her that home opportunity. But as things continued to transpire, Vegas came into the picture. And once Vegas came into the picture, it it, it was honestly not hard to imagine her making that move because of the pieces that they have in place and the likelihood that they will contend for another title in 2023. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about Courtney Vandersloot. Did her departure surprise you at all, though you don't like to use that word? (laughs) You know, I guess if I'm going to use surprise, I, I would maybe use it to describe Courtney Vandersloot's decision to to leave Chicago only because she has spent her entire career here. All 12 seasons she's played in the WNBA have been with the Chicago sky. They drafted her with the third overall pick in 2011. And when you're talking about what she's meant to the sky and to the Chicago sports landscape, it's really hard to sum up in words Mm -hmm. because she, she has been the heart and soul of that franchise since she joined the team in 2011. She is responsible for legitimizing the WNBA and the Sky in Chicago. She is responsible for bringing Candace Parker to the Sky. With if that doesn't happen, they don't win the WNBA title in 2021. So to see her bid farewell to the city and and the organization that she has called home for yeah. for 12 years, I think was probably the hardest pill for. Sky fans to swallow. Is there anything that the team could have done to keep them? 
You know, I think that's something that I'm going to spend the next few months reporting on. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered as far as what happened. How how did you fail to re-sign any of your veteran stars? How did you fail to re-sign the quote-unquote heartbeat and engine of your franchise? You know, these are players that that Chicago was a tr- an attractive option for them. So what made it unattractive, right? And when you think about who who the other teams, the other franchises were that were going after these players, the biggest difference between Vegas and Chicago, the biggest difference between the New York Liberty and Chicago is obviously the winning aspect, but it's also the investment. And that's something that needs to be discussed and and answered for because these two franchises that I just referenced, the Aces and, and the Liberty, are owned by billionaire owners who have made it very clear that they are not going to stop at anything when it comes to investing in their WNBA franchises. And Mm -hmm. that's been reflected in the -the state-of-the-art training facilities that they've built for their teams and, you know, the player amenities that, that come with being part of those two organizations. And that simply just doesn't exist in Chicago yet. Yeah. So in addition to, to Parker and Vandersloot, I mentioned that the sky are also saying goodbye to Allie Quigley and Azaree Stevens. Are you expecting others to exit? At this point, the only unrestricted free agent left unaccounted for is Emma Meesman. And I've spoken to multiple sources who have indicated that it's unlikely she'll even play in the WNBA in 2023. Prioritization, which, again, is a rule that you can go to our coverage and, and read more about, but because of certain rules that exist in the WNBA that require a play players who are playing overseas to be in their market by a certain date, um, it just leaves her with limited options as far as rest goes. And so she's indicated in various interviews that rest is important for her this year. She wants to spend time with family and she's also going to be competing in Eurobasket in June. So with all of that on her plate, Again, my sources have just indicated that it's unlikely that she will play um, in the WNBA in 2023. But beyond that, you know, Kalia Copper is is the player that the Sky now needs to rebuild around. But what's interesting about that is she becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2024. So we could potentially see Copper used in, in some sort of trade deal that assures this guy will get assets in return mm-hmm. versus just losing her outright in, in free agency in, in 2024. That would be much better. Let's add another voice to this conversation, Annie. Marquita Wiggins is here. She is Chicago Public Media's marketing manager, and she's a Sky mega fan. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back, Marquita. Hey, Sasha. <laughs> so around the office, I mean, it's just well known. You are our resident Sky fan. I mean, I feel like you have every piece of merchandise possible. I have enough for about two weeks of uh, of wear. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, I immediately thought of you when I heard this news. How does it feel for you to have to say goodbye to these players in particular? It's bittersweet. So, um, as Annie was saying, um, Salute really was the, the heart and soul of the team. And as fans, over the years when we were somewhat decent to terrible to decent to like getting to a championship. Like she has been the, the main driver of that, her, her and Allie Quigley. And so it's really sad to see 
um, salute leave. And also, it's sad to see um, Quigley leave as well. Like, Quigley, hometown yeah, star. Yeah, tell us about her. What kind of player was, was Quigley? When you needed a three-pointer, Quigley was the person. Like, she she won several three-point contests in a row for the WNBA. She really was the player to go to in the fourth quarter. Um, she's really saved the day on countless occasions over the years. And, you know, Quigley has had a really interesting journey in the WNBA. She started off bouncing around to a couple teams, and she came back to Chicago and really found her niche mm-hmm. in the league and really grew as a player. And so folks who who knew her from her DePaul days, it was just a great opportunity to watch her really, really blossom on a pro level. Um, and it's sad to see, like, she, you know, she's not going to another team. I think, I think she said she's uh, taking – uh, the season off, um, but you talk about Allie Quigley. Allie Quigley. Yeah. It's just sad to not see her spotting up at a, at the three point line to, to shoot a three. I mean, so you shared thoughts on Vandersloot and, and Quigley. Dare I ask how you're feeling about Candace Parker? So I I think I have a different opinion than most fans oh. because I I've been a fan of Candace since forever. Um, Again, hometown star at Naperville. Uh, I was a big fan of hers at Tennessee. And I've I have followed her career throughout. I've watched most of her games when she was with the L.A. Sparks. And so for me, I'm not as sad because I will always be a Kenneth Parker fan and I will continue to watch all of her games with the Aces. And I knew after the season was over, I kind of knew she was leaving when we didn't win the championship. I see. So... Uh, we had that se- the series in the semifinals against against uh, the Connecticut Sun, and just the way that ended, I just felt like you were like this is this is probably it. I felt that was the end yeah. of the era. Well, Annie said um, it, it wasn't hard to see it coming once that once that move to Vegas came into the picture. As Annie said, it was pretty plain to see. Yeah, I, I think um, I think it's it's the best situation for Candace again. As Annie mentioned, Candace wants to win. She wants to win that third title. Yes, it's she's moving. She's going there for for her family as well. But she also wants to win, and so it makes sense because the sky will not be very good. Yeah. And so, as a Candace Parker fan as well as a Sky fan, I'm okay with her leaving. Um, she came what she need, she did what she needed to do. She came and she won us a championship. That was her goal. Yeah. She accomplished it. She can feel free to move on. I'm sad, but I will continue to watch her play. Any anything that you would add here? I mean, does Marquita have a point about Candace Parker? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point Marquita made about her coming here and doing what she needed to do. And I think you could even apply that same thing to Courtney Vandersloot and Allie Quigley. They re-signed year after year. We're loyal to this franchise year after year in hopes of bringing a title here. They did that. Once they did that, they were able to look at this from a personal standpoint, you know, be selfish and make decisions that are best for themselves and their legacy. And that means playing and being competitive elsewhere. Yeah. And can you clear that up for us? Uh, Annie Quigley or Allie Quigley, rather, is she going to another team? No, um, according to her agent, she's just taking the year off. So we could potentially see Allie, you know, play another year in the in the WNBA down the road. But I will say this, Allie is very much not an attention-seeking individual. She's never going to make some flashy statement or, or have some breaking news segment 
she definitely tends to kind of um, fall into the background as far as uh, breaking news goes. And so we could potentially see an announcement made at some point this year or mm-hmm. or in the next few months that just is kind of eases everyone into the fact that her retirement is is happening. Again, that's not what's happening now, but it's just not an unlikely thing yeah. for us to potentially hear that that this year off is actually going to extend into her retirement. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in with two or three star players gone and several others hanging in the balance, the future is uncertain for the Chicago Sky. We are talking to Chicago Sun-Times sports reporter Annie Costabile and Sky fan Marquita Wiggins. So I have a question for you both. I mean, thinking of marketing right, and selling tickets, <laughs> are these player departures going to impact fans in the stands? You first, Marquita. What do you think? I think so. Um, so, of course, you have the core uh, season ticket holder fans who will be there, who were there when the sky were terrible, that will continue to still be there regardless of who's who's actually on the team. Um, but you will have, but you'll have a lot of the folks who are kind of fair weather fans who mm. started to watch the sky when when they were when they when know, the when championship they, when they won the championship. Yeah. Folks came out last season um, to watch, just to watch a game or so. Those folks will leave, I, I believe. I hope they don't, but I think it's likely that, that a lot of the Fairweather fans will leave um, and won't follow the team as much. So I think the stands will get a little bit more empty. My hope is that, you know, uh, the sky will uh, really try to uh, to appeal to, to fans and get, get some new get some new faces in front of fans to, to be excited about. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think marketing is going to be very tough for this upcoming season. But you're sticking beside them. I am I am a Sky fan through and through. I've been a yeah. fan when we were really, really bad. <laughs> and I will continue to be a fan. <laughs> Annie, what are your thoughts on that? Selling tickets, marketing this team. How, how is that going to look <laughs> moving forward? Listen, another great point by Marquita. Um, we or the sky rather, I don't know why I'm saying we, um, <laughs> this is going to be a challenge for them. You know, what I, what I was going to say, this is why I said we, we know that in Chicago fans want winners and loyalty has been proven by again, diehard fans from franchise to franchise. You've got the diehard Bulls fans, the diehard Sox fans. We know the Chicago Cubs have, have fans that have remained loyal through their challenging times. So those diehard fans, those loyal fans will continue to show up. But what's unfortunate here is that the sky were beginning to appeal to the masses. They were beginning to expand that, that fandom to these average fans throughout Chicago that want to see a winner. And the fact that they were unable to lengthen their championship window, mm-hmm. it, it really sets them back on that front. You know, Marquita, uh, earlier Annie was talking about uh, leadership on the team and, and just the question of how do you fail to re-sign these players? Is that something on your mind, too? Like, uh, what are your questions for Sky management? Well, I so, so what I would say is um, I'm actually not that concerned about that because I think if the Sky would have won the championship last season— I really do think almost everybody would have resigned. Mm. I think it really so were was. were their hands just tied in this case? Yeah, the Sky didn't win, and it 
there was no real prospects to think that the sky had a real shot of winning this upcoming season. Uh, James Wade, who's the head coach and also the GM of the sky, he he's a really good GM and he's really good at getting different players and, and having them work together. And, 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 and that's proven by, by winning the, the championship. Yeah. But with the, the age of a lot of the players and then the lack of a lot of young, young players to really back up the team, it just didn't seem likely that we were going to win again. And so I was, I'm not that concerned about folks leaving and it's, it's being something, mm-hmm. it, it, it connecting with uh, the, the management of, of the sky. But, and his point is right about the billionaire status of uh, some of these other teams where they just have a lot more resources to foster a winning culture. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's something that the yeah. sky has to contend with, uh, with, you know, being able to uh, get new stars to come in and, and have them choose the sky over um, the Liberty. Josai, yeah. who owns the Liberty billionaire has, has a lot, a lot of, of resources. Vegas has a lot of resources. Uh, LA, there's glitz and glamour towards that. And so like the writing's yep. on the wall there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, before we go any, I mean, going beyond the sky, are you worried that folks are going to stop investing in women's sports in Chicago? And I'm thinking no, about the think Red about, Stars. Where do they fit into this conversation? You know what? I, I can't even get into the Red Stars now because there's just so much to talk about there. But I did just want to mention or, or, or bring up something Marquita said. And, and you know, it, James is the last remaining GM and coach. He's proven to be a championship coach. He helped the Minnesota Lynx win a championship in 2017. He was part of Cheryl Reeves' assistant coach or Cheryl Reeves' staff, rather. And the, the thing that he's being asked to do right now is sell a franchise that simply isn't as attractive as the New York Liberty, the Las Vegas, Vegas Aces, and other franchises across the league, including the Sparks, including the Minnesota Lynx, including the Seattle Storm. So when you look back at their, their Game 5 loss, that was a pivotal moment. And as a coach, there were mistakes made. They blew an 11-point lead in Game 5 that was going to send them back to the finals. That was a mistake, and we're seeing the impacts of it. But as far as selling this franchise goes, that's on ownership. James Wade needs more support. It it can't be on him to sell a franchise that simply doesn't have attractive things to sell at the moment. Yeah, exactly. We'll leave it there. Annie Costabile is a sports reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times, and Marquita Wiggins is our resident Sky fan and a marketing manager here at Chicago Public Media. Thank you both. Thank you.